Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Full disclosure, Jim and I are talking about 12.30 in the afternoon, so before today's Twins game. But I want to talk Twins, uh, Jim. You uh, had an article uh, or a column, I should say, uh, last night that was published about uh, kind of a, a day in the life of Derek Falvey, the president of baseball operations, I believe is his title. Uh, tell us about your column a little bit. Yeah, I, I ended up in a conversation with him, and, you know, he, he's one of the more accessible people I cover. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we just have a conversation, and I'll go back and say, hey, that was interesting. Can I use that? And he said yes. And it was basically telling me about how uh, the Pablo Lopez deal came together. It came together that same day that Rocco Baldelli got thrown out for arguing that the Yankees were cheating, <laughs> and uh, Herman should have been thrown out of the game. And it also happened on a day when they had all these people that Rocco and Baldi know uh, showing up at Yankee Stadium to you know see the game and hang out and meet. And it was the day before Lin Manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame came to the Yankee clubhouse to visit with Rocco and and uh, Jose Miranda and Falvey. And so it, you know my experience covering baseball was it was a traveling carnival, <laughs> 50, 50 people together, an ever changing cast of fifty people on the road for like you know a hundred nights a year, uh, or probably eighty five nights a year in the regular season plus spring training, they live together for like nine months. They see each other more than they see anybody else. Uh, and, you know, they're out in in cities in America with no curfew, doing whatever the heck they want, uh, depending on their own personal preferences. Hmm. So I've always found baseball to be kind of crazy. Yeah. And, this, and so I'd let Derek just kind of just describe a, a crazy day for him. You know, all the different things he had to do, the fact that he ended up kind of just starting off the kind of getting getting the negotiations rolling just because he and this agent happened to both be at Yankee Stadium the same day <laughs> and started talking. Um, and then he goes down and sits and watches the game with Rocco because Rocco just got thrown out, but he didn't know Rocco had been thrown out because he had been busy negotiating the contract. <laughs> uh, it, you know, just, it, it is amazing how much happens every day behind the scenes in baseball, and this is kind of a, a portrait of that. You know, you and I go to a ball game, and we run into people, say, perhaps, and, you know, conversations begin. I, I'm guessing not very – I know none of mine. I'm guessing not many of yours end up with uh, you spending $78 million of your boss's money uh, by the end of it. That's a little different. I've tried, but nobody <laughs> will let me. Uh, but, hey. and, and that's that's the other amazing – and, you know, Salvi is a relatively young guy, and – he runs a billion-dollar operation in a multi-billion-dollar industry, mm-hmm. and he makes decisions that could cost his bosses million, $100 dollars. It's it is daunting when you think of it that way. Mm-hmm. He works for he works for people who are really good at business, and they're watching everything he does. And it's really easy for fans to say, "Oh, Tommy should have spent another twenty million. Well, he's got to be accountable for that money, and if it backfires, it's his rear end. Yeah, that's right. And and there's so many unknowns uh, about this. And, and I mean, imperfect information that you have to make these massive money decisions on. Yeah, it's got to be high pressure. And he also work, yeah, he works in the industry. I think luck is a part of every industry, but especially in sports. Mm-hmm. Pure luck, how the ball bounces, injury luck, uh, which they've had a terrible time with. I mean, all those things can determine whether you keep your job or not. So on our morning show this morning, um, you know, we've been talking about how Pablo Lopez was lights out until he signed his big contract. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of speculated, you know, he seems like such a good guy and so intelligent. He might be overthrowing a little bit. He wants to prove to people that, that, that he's worth that money. He would just take that on a, a little bit too heavy maybe at first. Is there something to that, do you think? 
I think that's right on. He's a really nice guy. He's very responsible, um, and he feels great responsibility now that he has this deal. Mm-hmm. So I think I do think some combination of thinking too much, uh, pitching in cold weather, and uh, also just getting off to bad starts. Even some of his better starts, he's had bad first innings before he settled in. Mm-hmm. So uh, some some com- combination of those three things is really kept him from being as good as he should be. It'll be raining today because today's kind of a classic ace day. We're, and you and I, the game will be over by the time yep. people hear this. But today's a classic ace day. You know, of course, you want your ace to pitch well all the time. But there are also kind of some swing moments in seasons. Mm-hmm. And the Twins lose the first few games against a bad team in Chicago. But today would be a great day for Pablo Lopez to pitch like an ace. Yeah, they call them stoppers back in the day, yeah. those those ace pitchers who would end losing streaks. They stop losing streaks. Yep. You know, it's it's it's, it's a, what a talented family the Mirandas are, apparently. A songrunner for no less than Hamilton, which has been the biggest Broadway play for how, how as soon as it was released, I don't know, five, ten years ago, however long it's been out. And to be a, uh, a songwriter for that, and then an a, a upcoming third baseman, quite a family. It is. And, and really, Lin-Manuel Miranda, I mean, uh, he he's done so many things, uh, mm. and he he created Hamilton. He wrote oh, every word of it. He, wow! He and he collaborated with his buddy who wrote the music. Uh, he also starred in it, uh, and he's been the same driver for In the Heights and then some children's stuff like Encanto. Okay, and, sure. And he, his 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 list of achievements is incredible. I just for just a guy who grew up kind of semi poor in the in Brooklyn. And then here's Jose, who's and and they, you know, frankly, it's not like they know each other all that well. Okay. Uh, and I keep teasing Jose; he has not seen Hamilton yet. I've seen Hamilton three times, wow. or four times. Yeah. And Jose hasn't seen it yet. I keep teasing him; he's got to go see it. <laughs> That's right. You could take him and uh, show him yeah. the finer points to to seeing Hamilton uh, in the Jose. Uh, a bit of a struggle here for him lately at the plate. Well, he was terrible the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Then he got it going. And now he looks like he's kind of, you know, you don't want to ever judge on a game or two, but he's had a bad game or two since he got it going. He did show for about a week, week and a half, that he was kind of back to being the guy we saw last year. And I hate the cold weather excuse, but we just see it so often. We see so many Latin American players just not play well until things warm up. I think that it's really simple with Miranda. When he expands the strike zone, when he swings out of the strike zone, he's easy to get out. When he swings at pitches in the strike zone, his talent takes over, and he's a really good hitter. And he just, even last night, after even after kind of busting out for the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. last night he's swinging at pitches that were impossible to hit. You're yeah. just make, you're turning yourself into an automatic out when you do that. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Correa still faces, uh, you know, chants from crowds, you know, on the road and so forth. He was part of the cheating scandal yep. of the Houston Astros, so that's something that he knows he has to face. He seems to get quite a bit of it, but... Doesn't seem to bother him too much. No, although I when I ripped him when the Astros played in the playoffs mm-hmm. here, whatever year that was, twenty twenty or whatever, I, someone uh, I think Gladden or somebody told me that he read it and he was mad at me, but he's gotten over it. Uh, <laughs> he he has, he has learned to deal with it, and he now just considers it to be part of the job. And and hey, he did cheat. Yes. You know, he was part of a cheating team that won a World Series in part because they cheated. Um, so he he, you know, I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve it. Uh, he seems to have gotten to a point where he handles it really well. He's another guy. Terrible, slow start. Um, last few days, he has hit a lot of balls right on the numbers. Problem is, Wednesday, he comes up, bases loaded, no out, swings at the first pitch, and chops into a 
a force play at the plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where your veteran leader has got to get the ball in the air. That was a pitch he could have elevated for at least a sacrifice fly. If he does that, maybe Buxton takes a better bat, mm-hmm. and they end up winning the game there. Uh, Cray and Buxton really let them down on Wednesday night in that situation. Yeah, they're the guys. you got to have them uh, come through, you know, your big players yes. in the middle of the order. Uh, Kirk Cousins meeting with the media a little bit yesterday as they have voluntary workouts and and, uh, you know, this is a guy who's suited to play in the last year of a contract. It's far from the first time he's done it. He's done it, I think, what, the fourth time he's been on the last year of a contract. Yep, and he's used to it, and he's he's also exploited that system to make way more money than his career probably justifies. <laughs> um, uh, so he's played the game well, I, and I'll give him credit for this. He handles it well. He knows how to say the right things. He says things that aren't going to be disruptive to the team and things that are realistic. So you have the Vikings saying all kinds of nice things about Cousins. You have Cousins saying all the right things about being the Vikings quarterback and wanting to remain here. And, of course, the, the major development for all the things that have gone on this offseason, the major development is that they did not sign Cousins beyond this year, mm-hmm. and they don't have an alternative. Right. Uh, so they seem comfortable, The Vikings, talking to people internally, the Vikings seem comfortable playing it out and just dealing with whatever they have to deal with next year. And that might be, that might mean Cousins playing so well that they have no choice but to pay him $50 million a year, or it might mean he plays not well enough to, for them really to commit to him long term, and they start a quarterback search, which is fraught with peril. Yes. Did, did you Was it surprising to you when it got to them at 23 and Hendon Hooker and Will Levis were both available and they passed on him? No. Uh, I was told that uh, Anthony Richardson was the only quarterback okay. uh, that they thought they had a chance at that they loved. Uh, and so I think if Richardson slipped down to 9, 10, 12, something like that, they might have tried to put something together to move up to get him. Uh, they did not like Levis. I don't either. I think Levis was the most overrated quarterback in this class. Wow. Uh, and Hooker, there are a lot of things to like about Hooker. He's accurate. He's mature, fairly athletic. But – NFL teams just did not see a lot of upside. They they saw kind of a finished product who might not get much better, and somebody who kind of took advantage of you know college football and hitting easy completions. Mm-hmm. It just not many. Well, he went in the third round. So you, yeah. in, a, in a league where everybody overrates quarterback prospects, if you go in the third round, it means they just don't think you're that good. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at five sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.